Christmas and welcome to When TV Was Great. I'm your host Alyssa. Thanks for joining me tonight. Uh, today I have my uh, special guest host, my husband Cisco. Say hi, honey. Hello, everybody, and uh, happy holidays. So we're going to be talking about The Simpsons: A Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. Uh, the episode aired on December twenty first, nineteen ninety seven, season nine, episode ten. The chalkboard gag. Bart writes, Rudolph's red nose is not alcohol-related. The couch gag, the Simpsons are in a snow globe. Very fitting for the holiday. Okay, let's begin. So the family is driving to the mall. Homer's hitting the heater to get it to work, and a whole bunch of snow hits Marge. Homer parks in a handicapped spot and fakes a limp. Now, honey, do you have anything to say about this? <laughs> uh, the whole park in the handicapped a handicap spot and uh, faking a limp is something very dear to me. I would always try to get my nieces and nephews to do that, but they always end up saying no. <laughs> we would always park in a regular parking, not to be rude, but we always try to pretend to have a limp and people just look at us. It's been a running gag in this, with us. <laughs> well, Homer's a terrible man because he's taken a handicap spot at the worst time when people are shopping. And people will probably actually need that spot. They actually took three spots, not just one. Oh, did he? So, oh, you did? No, he did. Oh, he did, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. parked three, uh, three parking spots across. So that just kind of adds oh, insult boy. to the already their injury. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, the store is packed, of course. This is Christmas Eve. So uh, Homer has a plan. Well, why are the Simpsons finally doing their sh uh, shopping on Christmas Eve because Homer loves and craves the hustle and bustle of Christmas shopping that's true and you know what there's some craziness to it but it is fun to know whether you're gonna get it done or not I guess so it's kind of like a challenge yeah to a point <laughs> <laughs> all right well here's what Homer does Homer look at this mob the good toys are probably all gone <laughs> oh, Santa's got a little trick up his sleeve. Attention shoppers, register nine is now open for your shopping convenience. Sorry, these are for display only. This has been recalled. Ooh, Bart would like this. We're out of these. Out, but I just... Register nine is now closed. <laughs> so in that scene, Homer finds a, uh, a closed cash register. And what did he do? He took the... He just starts, he calls uh, for the next customer to come. He's like, hey, register nine is now open. So people start putting the stuff on the belt. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know what? Bart would like this. So he basically shop using other people's shop, shopping, really. Yeah. I mean, this is a very smart way of doing things. <laughs> it's uh, It really wouldn't happen in real life. But you know what? I love his style. He got the job done, and at the end, he got what he needed. Now, is this illegal? Um, most likely, because one, you will have to be able to log in. Yeah. But you know what? Not really, because at the end of the day, he still pays for his stuff. He still pay yeah, that's exactly how I feel. He just scammed some people. No, he just Well, he, he didn't even take their money. He no. used his own money. 
It's like, you know, when you go shopping at a grocery store during the holidays and things are out, um, out of the shelves, so you shop from other people's baskets. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that before. Well, you know what? Um, it might be frowned upon, but sometimes when you need that extra bag of marshmallows and crushed pineapple, you just got to get it one way or another. So I'm sorry, Auntie Soup, but your salad is not going to be the same. All right, so the next scene, the Simpsons are back at home. There's a fire in the fireplace, but Bart and Lisa are watching the Yule Log on TV. You guys know the, the Yule Log channel. They have it on Netflix, I think, don't they? Yes, they, they have do. it on Netflix. They have it on regular cable. And you just basically just watch a, a fire, a fake fire. Well, it's a real fire, but you just watch it. And it, it has a nice crackling sound. It does so. have an, It's kind of uh, ambiance, nice ambiance, yeah. yeah. Turn down the lights, bring out the hot cocoa. Yeah. I thought it was funny, though, because... They had the real fire. Yeah, right they had the real right behind them. I, I wonder if a lot of people caught, caught that when they but watched it. But it's not in high def. That's the thing. You're seeing with your own eyes. That's true. You see it through a TV. He's like, whoa. That's true. <laughs> so Marge makes cookies for the kids, Christmas trees for the girls, and bloody spearheads for Bart. So then they talk about the tree, and Marge says, "Oh, that fake aluminum tree was so what tacky. From now on, it's plastic all the way." So, what do you think about uh, fake trees and real trees, honey? Well, after working in the tree business for 14 years, <laughs> um, I can say that I really don't like real trees. I mean, <laughs> believe me, you will find uh, needles where there shouldn't be needles. <laughs> and the sap. Oh, my God, the sap. <laughs> I mean, you think a little two-year-old with lollipop is sticky. Uh-uh. <laughs> this is bad. Well, let me ask you. Growing up, did, uh, did you guys always have Christmas cookies? Yes. Every year. Did you? We did not. We actually just end up getting the uh, the butter cookies that come in the little blue tin container. Like that tin we have over there on that, the counter? That tin that we have on the counter. So every time <laughs> I see that, it brings me back. And guess what happens after those cookies are gone? You say the tins. And what goes in there? Money. No. What? Needles and thread. Oh, yeah. Ask anybody. Oh, yeah. There. People use those for that, huh? Anybody with an, uh, with grandma around. <laughs> grandma around. <laughs> you really got to be careful. You got to play the game. Is it, is it sewing needles or are they cookies? <laughs> and you get all excited when you see that, huh? So you got to watch out. Don't just shove your hand in there because, you know... <laughs> Might be a trip to the ER there. Oh, boy. Okay, so then Homer's putting the lights up on the roof, and he falls, much like uh, Clark Griswold. Well, before that, all the decorations fall down, and uh, like the, yeah. the ranger fall down, <laughs> the kids get scared, then Santa comes down, then they're terrified. <laughs> and, then, and they scream. And then Homer falls down, and they just they laugh. I think they laugh, yeah. Oh, big time. And then they go outside to look at the lights, and Bart says, it's craptacular. I love that line. Okay, honey. Um, now, now this is the point, point in my podcast where I usually talk about the toys from Christmas. Ooh. Okay? So I want your input on this because you were a, technically you were a kid. In 97, right? I was a Toys R Us kid. He was... Okay. I didn't go to Toys R Us. There's a seven-year difference between my husband and I. So um, it's kind of funny to talk about this stuff. He was only 11 and I was 18 in 97, Christmas. <laughs> so uh, for the first toy... Uh, I'm sorry, 1997, we have the Barbie Sunjammer 4x4. <laughs> 
1997, the world was still reeling from Tickle Me Elmo madness. Interactive toys and video games were in vogue. Uh, the Barbie Sunjammer was just like its predecessor, the Power Wheels Jeep. It was pink and white and decked out in Barbie stickers. And there's a picture of it. That's cute. It's got like a little uh, top too, huh? Well, I don't know what that is. It's kind of hard to... It's a little railing. Yeah. And it's got a little... Uh, what are those called in the back? Um, those are just like spotlights. Spotlights, yeah. I mean, this is a 4x4. Four four. You do need all the security that you can. <laughs> you never know where you're going to take this up, the side of a mountain, you know? <laughs> okay, Tickle Me Elmo. So, no. I remember Tickle Me Elmo. Do you have any stories about Tickle Me Elmo? No, not really. I just remember watching uh, the news and... People were going nuts for this toy. Yep. I mean, adults were fighting. I saw some adults crying, saying, I got it for my son. Well, I got it for my children. Christmas is saved. It's like, man, I've never seen people so attached to a, an object like that. And to me, that is very uh, foreign because I always like the smaller things. Yeah. But, and you know what? Even if I like, if I wanted something big, I wouldn't go after it like that. Especially, I wouldn't fight for it. There was people that ended up in the hospital because of this stupid thing. Oh, yeah. No, I, dude, there's men reports. Many and Cabbage videos. Patch Kids and all those big toys that came out. Probably game. Well, it's like when you go to Walmart on Black Friday and try to get a TV. Uh, <laughs> you want a poor quality TV. Yeah. Okay, the next thing is a Tamagotchi. I remember the Tamagotchi. Did you have a Tamagotchi? I did not have a Tamagotchi, but I had the knockoff Tamagotchi. Oh, me too. No, I, no, I had I had something like this, yeah. Yes, I do remember that back in 97. Uh, yeah. 30 bucks, and, um, it's not too much more than it is now, but you're probably looking about a 45 to $50 toy compared mm -hmm. to 30 That is not something that was uh, in the expense report, basically. So what was the difference? Between, because both of these are on my list. Ta mm -hmm. Tamagotchi and... Uh, nano pets, yes. and then there's one more thing too the Giga Pet. What was the difference between all these? I believe the Giga Pet, you can like, it's more action based. Okay. The Nano Pets, you had to uh, hatch them. Okay. So basically, it was all kind of the same thing, but the Giga Pets, you can take them to like different lands and you can do a bunch of stuff with them. Okay, I definitely had a Giga Pet, mm -hmm. and yes, I was 18 and I had a Giga Pet. I remember the Giga Pet. I did not have a Tamagotchi. Now, let's go back up here. Uh, Diddy Kong Racing. Did you ever play Diddy Kong? That was the best. Really? Oh, my goodness. Did this come out, out after Mario Kart 64? Um, it says I, it's improvements over Mario Kart. Yeah, I think it was just like an add-on to it. But, I mean, anytime you have classic characters racing against each other, yeah. you know it's going to be a good time. It was Donkey Kong against... Who's that blue guy? Who's that elephant? It was just some random character that developed. Okay. After Donkey Kong, we have, I already talked about Nano Pets, Sony PlayStation. Oh, man, that was a... Yeah, but here's the funny fun thing, babe. Thing. It came out in 1995. It was still the hottest toy in 97. There was no consoles in between those years? No. That's crazy. There was the Xbox, but... That came out in 2001. I just talked about that on my last podcast. Yeah, no, the, when the PlayStation came out, that was the hottest thing because the previous toy was, uh, or video game system was the Nintendo 64, and then, yeah. and it did bring good graphics, oh. but they wouldn't, com yeah, it didn't compare Okay, see, the N64 was released the year before, in 1996. And, but, you know, let's give uh, Nintendo 64 its credit. It did have a couple good games. Yeah, it did. Cruising USA was, I think, one of my favorite, and the other one was the Mario game. Crazy Taxi. Wasn't that 60 Nintendo 64? 
Mm, I don't. I remember. think it was, but it was it was like much later after. But I'm not sure if anybody remembers, but that Mario game was the best. You can pick up a penguin, <laughs> a little baby penguin, take him to the edge, and just drop him. Cool. So uh, yeah, everybody who did that, we, there's a special place in heck for, for us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, GoldenEye 007, 007. That was the best game in uh, for Nintendo 64 in, in Christmas of '97. Yes, I do believe that game actually won several. Game I remember awards. that. I remember that game when it came out. Barbie dentist, Dennis Barbie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Barbie has come a long way. That's good. She's yeah. been a dentist. She's been an astronaut. Man, she's been a lot of different things. You know what? The women and, you know, Barbie dolls can wear different hats, so I'm very pleased about that. The little kid, not so much, though. Final Fantasy seven. VII. <laughs> I'm not good with Roman numerals. Uh, so that was for computer, right? Uh, uh, yes, I believe so. It doesn't so. say here. It just says it was just a role-playing game in the mainstream gaming audience. I think that gaming is probably computer. And then it was eventually turned over to um, PlayStation. Oh, oh I, Beanie Babies. Oh, those Beanie Babies. People were getting beaten up for Beanie Babies. They, they were. were getting, they were getting robbed. And in 97, that was when Princess Diana died, and they had the Princess Diana bear. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. And then Star Wars action figures. Okay. I do remember these because I did... If you guys remember, in 1997, they released all the Star Wars trilogy again. With special edition, remember it was like special features and stuff. Uh-huh. And I saw them all, all three of them, I think. And they brought out the Star Wars characters again. Oh, George Lucas. <laughs> he always milking that money, isn't he? Hey, you know what? It's a money cow. Why not milk? Okay, what about Connects? Now you are eleven. Did you mm-hmm. play with Connects? Um, I did. You did. I did not have my own Connects. I had friends that had Connects. Okay, well, what is Connect? What is that? It doesn't. Even, it's not like Legos. No, Connects is just pieces. I mean, it's like a Lego to a point. You just get to use your imagination and just build. Okay. They're just little connectors and rods. and Oh, so it's kind of like in an engineering kind of thing. Yes. Oh, okay. And, I mean, just like Legos, you let your imagination just take uh, take a hold of you and just uh-huh. do cool things. And they have kits. Uh, one of my buddies, he had the roller coaster kit. So you built a roller coaster out of them. Oh, sweet. And if you have, you know, if you got the special edition to come with a little mortar, it actually cranked the roller coaster for you. Wow. The rest of us had to use by hand, but it is a really, they were pretty cool. Okay. And then the Batman and Robin action figures. That I don't remember. Do you remember when Batman and Robin came out in the theaters though? <laughs> that movie was terrible, right? Is that the one that was really bad? Uh, it wasn't terrible. That's it. it was not really good. Oh, Batman Forever. That was a bad one. <laughs> Batman and Robin's the one with, uh, who is Robin? Chris O'Donnell? Chris O'Donnell, I think. Look at her. Yeah. Anyways, that was another toy. I think that's the end of my list. Yeah, that is it. So, yeah. Um, good memories there, huh? Yeah. Okay, back to the show. So, um, the the family's looking through their gifts. Well, they're kind of looking to see what's in their gifts. And uh, Bart thinks he knows what Lisa's getting for Christmas. See, it's a gift. If you can go up to a box, shake it, and know what he got... Or what other people got. God, that's a gift. Yeah. I used to do that to all my brothers and sisters. Yeah, that's what was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I... T- uh. Hocus pocus. Mucus pucus. My powers of deduction tell me you're getting a handmade sweater 
Possibly yellow. Mom, make him stop! Bart, put down that yellow sweater. Nobody's going near their presents until 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. Aww. 7 a.m., no earlier. And you can't set your alarm clocks, because I got them. Okay, so Marge has rules for Christmas Day. No getting up before 7 a.m., and I remember when I was a kid, my mom said the same thing. I think it was 6 a.m. when I was a kid. And she said, we just want everybody to enjoy the presents. I want, she, mom always said, I have to get my coffee. <laughs> you know, we have to get our coffee, be ready, What's sit that? down at the couch, and we'll all open presents together. Was it any kind of special coffee? Uh, it could with have extra, been, I mean. With extra cheer? It could have <laughs> been. It could have been. So what did you do, honey? Uh, what was your tradition on Christmas about opening presents? Well, with us, we were um, we get together on the twenty fourth, and that's our like our Christmas, and we were allowed to open up one gift like around eight or nine uh, at night, mm-hmm. and then we just stayed up till midnight, and then we just open up all our presents. See, that's very different than how I grew up. Yeah, you know what? But I, I like it because we get a uh, we get to see our gifts first. <laughs> okay, but what did you do the next day? There's nothing to open the next day. Well. Sometimes, you know, they'll hide, like, one, like, the bigger one. Oh, okay. And the then, one from Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Or actually from the parents. Well, yeah. And and then <laughs> uh, the next day, that's when we would normally go to a relative's homes. And they, you know, normally, as a kid, you know, you get a little gift. Uh, for me, it's usually the same, which is always socks. <laughs> and I've learned one thing, which a lot of people might understand. You, As a child, you get stuff that you always hate. But as an adult, it's what you want. Like, I hated getting... So true. I hated getting uh, socks for Christmas, man. That was like one of the worst things you could do to someone. Now, I look forward to Christmas because I know somehow under a tree there is going to be a pack of socks. And that is like my yearly sock replacement. Honey? Yeah? There's no socks under the tree for you this year. Sorry. Uh Uh-huh. And then with a wink. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Bart... Bart is, uh, well, Bart has a, he has a plan to get himself up early. Twelve glasses of water. That'll wake me up nice and early, and I'll have a big head start on opening presents. Pure genius. You didn't invent that, Bart. The Indians used to drink water to wake up early for their attacks. (sighs) It's always about the Indians, isn't it, Lise? Okay, so after Bart drinks his 12 glasses of water, he goes to sleep, and he has a dream about a lot of water. Elephants splashy, or uh, what's it called? Spouting water out of, their, out of their trunks, and waterfalls, and all kinds of things that would want to, really want to make you pee. Yeah, all pee-related, going down a nice flowing river. Yep. So, of course, he gets up, he gets up, what, 504? 504. And just a little side note, this is probably the first time and the last time you will ever see Bart with a watch. That's true. It was just there for plot for a plot purpose, huh? Yeah, but you know what? It worked. It did work, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a cartoon. Anything can appear whenever. So Bart gets up early and opens his presents. He gets the Inferno Buster 3000, a toy fire truck. It's pretty cool, too. Yeah. Makes noise, and it goes backwards, forwards, and I think it sprays water. It sprays water. Oh, that water spraying capacity. <laughs> That's what they call the Inferno Buster 5000. Preston would love that thing. <laughs> okay, so anyways, it hits a like a um, an outlet, 
and ca- catches on fire. Yeah, he uh, Bart ends up driving it. You know, he's having a great time, and he accidentally squirts the outlets. Oh, that's right. He squirts the outlets with the water from the truck, and it catches on fire. So he mm-hmm. backs up and catches the new uh, the new plastic Christmas tree. The new plastic Christmas tree on fire. You know. So it completely melts everything. Presents, the tree, Lisa's yellow sweater. And it all turns into one big plastic puck with everything inside. It is, yeah. Um, so Bart goes and goes outside and hides the melted tree and all the presents in the snow, just in time to meet his family downstairs. What happened? <gasps> what the, where did get Where's Christmas? Lisa? Where's Christmas? Bart, what were you doing outside? I don't know how to tell you this, but I came down a little early and... Um... Well... Uh... I saw a burglar and he was... He choked... (laughs) He got all our stuff. (laughs) Including the tree. We were robbed. <gasps> How could somebody? I know. <laughs> Can we skip church? <laughs> so the cops come to investigate the crime scene. They call it the crime scene, and Bart gives the uh, the policeman a fake description of the burglar. What did this uh, Christmas thief look like? Well, he had a glass eye, a wooden leg, um, big scar on his cheek. Anything unusual? Hooks for hands. Um, oh, oh, he was wearing a striped convict shirt, and he was carrying a big sack with a dollar sign on it. Classic burglar. Ah, cheer up. We'll catch this guy. Uh, Chief, uh... What? You can't rule it out. So the family decides to take a walk through their neighborhood to kind of cheer themselves up. <laughs> they see the Flanders through their window. The, <laughs> the kids, I don't know if it's Rod or Todd, they're riding on a pony. And Ned is riding a unicycle, which is a very strange gift for... <laughs> they're very old-fashioned, aren't they? They're very eccentric. Very eccentric, yeah. The Hibberts, Dr. Hibbert and his wife and their family, are on their snowmobiles. <laughs> Millhouse has it. He show he's showing Bart his tickle me Elmo crusty or tickle me crusty. Excuse me, tickle me crusty. And uh, then you see him get get hit in the eye with a snowball, and we think it's Bart, but it's actually Homer. Homer hit Millhouse with a snowball. Hilarious. So Homer's at the bar, and he's totally like gone drunk, and he sees his house and family on the news. And Marge is being interviewed by Kent Brockman. When you realized Christmas was ruined, how did you feel? How do you think I felt? Absolutely devastated. Absolutely devastated. The words of a heartbroken mother. For there will be no fire truck for little Bart, no sweater for little Lisa, no Cajun sausage for little Homer. So, while you're home today eating your sweet, sweet holiday turkey, I hope you'll all choke just a little bit. So, Homer comes home from the bar, and there's a big surprise waiting for him. Yeah, he comes in there cursing, basically, the crummy town of Springfield, (laughs) 
And um, surprise, surprise, everybody's in there, and they have good news. Yeah, so the whole town of Springfield has donated money to their, uh, their, what, their, their bad luck, you could say? Yeah, their cause. Their unfortunate <laughs> incident. <laughs> and um, this is straight out of a movie called It's a Wonderful Life. If you guys haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life, if you guys haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life, watch it now. It is one of the best movies ever made. I would go so far as to say the best movie ever made, not just the best Christmas movie ever made, one of the best movies ever made. Well, let's not go that far. I it's mean, really good. If we're talking about Christmas movies, we're going to go on a tangent and we'll be here all night. National Lampoon. Christmas Vacation. Home Alone. Uh, Home Alone. Uh, what can we say about that? But it goes. Die Hard. National. <laughs> <laughs> Goes uh, Christmas Story, National Lampoon, Christmas Story. Yeah, Christmas so Story good, is definitely one of them. It's so good it takes two spots. Okay. All right. Well, um, in the movie It's a Wonderful Life, this is kind of a spoiler if you've never seen it, George Bailey uh, loses some a lot of money that he owes to the bank. And it turns out he didn't lose it. It was stolen. But uh, you guys can you know, see that in the movie, but, uh, the whole town of Bedford Falls donates money to his family, just like they do in the Simpsons here. And even, uh, his son is playing the piano, playing, uh, hark the herald angels sing. He's, he's playing that exactly just like Lisa does in this one. And <laughs> in this scene, in the Simpsons, Homer says, Lisa, cut out that racket. Did you see something like that? Yeah. Some, somewhere along She goes, there. sorry, daddy. Anyways, um, you guys got to see that movie. It's great. She just want to bring, uh, bring the mood together. Yeah. Okay. So um, at the, 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 the um, event, I guess you can call it. The it's gathering. An event, the gathering. Lisa introduces Bart to two orphans. Oh, boy. Patches and poor Violet. They give him their only dollar because your story made the orphanage so sad. That is terrible. They're saving their one and only dollar. Mm. And yet, that makes some sense. I love how Bart says, oh man, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> oh. Bart is obviously very ashamed and looks like he's about to crack. And I mean, have you guys ever been in a situation like this? I sure have. Where you know you did something wrong and you're lying about something. And oh, it's... you have you really? Not in my marriage. When I was yeah. a kid. Well, I never have. I was a perfect angel. Oh, sure you were. Anyways, <laughs> we'll move on here. Except for all those windows. Mo get, this is the funniest part. Mo gives the Simpsons the tip jar from the bar. Oh, yeah. But if you look at the jar closely, it says March of Dimes. Oh. So if nobody knows what the March of Dimes is, it was a organization to help mothers yeah. and babies. It is still going. It is still going, oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Mothers is. and babies and uh, primarily preemie, preemie babies. Yes. Yeah. It's almost like a... Um, to raise awareness for preemie babies mm -hmm. and just to support a little bit, you know, into the research and you just... It's make, a good cause. It's a definitely a good cause. Mm -hmm. So if you ever see the uh, see a little bucket somewhere, you know, drop uh, some change, you know, a couple of dollars in there. Yeah. Okay, so the amount of money that, total amount of money that they donated was $15,000. I was talking to Cisco about this when we watched this episode. That is a heck of a lot more than... They spent on those gifts. Especially the uh, little, 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 little Lisa's, Lisa's yellow sweater. And... Oh, sorry. That is just 
one of the best. It is. The reason we, we chose that clip is because we always joke about that. And we always, there's another scene we joke about too. From this episode. My husband and I met because of The Simpsons, pretty much. I mean, you know, we, we are yeah. hu- both huge Simpson fans. Alyssa has a huge Krusty the Clown tattoo on her back. She will, she will deny it a hundred times on air, but she does. <laughs> I don't. Okay, so they have $15,000. So what do they want to do with the money? They want to just replace the gifts. That's what I'd want to do. But no, Mrs. Corbopel, Bart's teacher. Says, ha, live a little. Yeah, she tells him to live a little, splurge on something fun and exciting. Okay, so they go and look to buy a car. Is this car $15,000? Yeah, it is now. <laughs> and because of your loss, folks, I'll throw in the undercoating for 200 no, 490 bucks. What a deal. I'd be a sucker not to get it. I don't know about this, Dad. Shouldn't we give the money to charity or something? Ow! Oh, I'm sorry. I jabbed you with my pen. Ow, you're still doing it. Yeah, I know. I just love that. How he's like, uh, ow. You know, he's with a pen. <laughs> Cracks me up. Just, ow. You're coming against. <laughs> I know. I don't know, Dad. Don't you think we should give it to a cherry? Ow. <laughs> I just love that line. Oh, God. He's a sleazy car salesman, too. He's like putting $200 on top of the price. Is this car $15,000? And if you guys don't know, you haven't seen the clip, because I just had audio, the, the car was $12,000. So Homer... <laughs> Homer didn't look at the price. He just asked if it was 15000 The guy said, yes, it is now. God, what a jerk. Well, I mean, that's just a car salesman. So the Simpsons are driving in their new car. And they now, Cisco and I can't relate to this because we don't live anywhere where it snows. But they spin out in the snow in their car. And they're saying, what are they saying? Something like, tap the brakes, tap the brakes. Turn into the skids. Turn into into the the skids. But um, we don't know what that means. Well, yeah, no, tap the brakes. I know what tap the brakes means. Well, whenever you're spinning now, you do not want to slam on the brakes because they will lock on, uh, lock out. Right. And then you must just continue to slide. Okay, well, that's kind of like when it rains. Well, when you're hydroplaning, yes. And yeah, yeah. And same thing, when you're hydroplaning, you hit some water, you're spinning, turn into it, it'll straighten you out, mm-hmm. and just ride it out. Right. But it continues, and they're like, okay, stop it. I'll listen to one of you. So there's like, Lisa, what did you say? It's like, jump. She's bail out. <laughs> oh, bail out. There you go. So they all get out of the car, thank God, and the car falls through some ice, and then it explodes somehow. Does, I always thought that was so funny. How does a uh, car explode? It's underwater. Water? It's uh, like the guy had a bomb in the car when he sold it to him or something. You know, this must be one of those uh, cars you can't get wet. <laughs> I heard those before, you know? <laughs> so their $15,000 is gone. Totally down the drain. Okay, well, Bart, his conscience is finally getting to him, so he decides to confess. Bart, you're up early. I couldn't sleep. What's wrong? <sighs> there was no burglar. No burglar? Okay, what does he mean? What are you about? I accidentally burned up the tree and the presents. I'm really sorry. Lisa, no! Your hands are too weak! Okay, so I thought that was funny how Lisa, like, chokes him out. That's, like, the first time we ever see Lisa choke him out. At least the first time. I mean, maybe she does in the later seasons. Do you remember her choking him out? I believe he has been choked out using 
a belt, but I don't oh. remember if it was Maggie. It might have been Maggie. Oh my gosh. I remember that episode. It was the one where they are tethered to each other. No, that was Homer and, and Bart. They're tethered to each other. Remember? Yeah, that's what we know. Ordered, court ordered, tethered, we have tethered to each other. Special guest, uh, Judge Judy. Yep, uh, Malcolm's mom from Malcolm in the Middle. Okay, anyways, we're going off on a tangent here. <laughs> okay, so um, where are we here? So the news station returns for an update on their situation. <laughs> Homer tells them we're going to give up and trying to find the burglar. And as he's telling them this, the dog, Santa's little helper, is digging through the snow and comes across the melted tree in the presence in front of the news station. You know, I would have just played that. I was like, oh, my God, how did this happen? <laughs> well, you could, you could obviously tell there's foul play there. Like, there was definitely some kind of fire. You know, the uh, the thief might have gone scared, brought the stuff back, and then set, set it on fire to hide the evidence. <laughs> See, here's uh, here is a little advice. If you ever find yourself into a little situation like that and you start lying, lie, 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 and deny. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> if you can't run with it, run with it to the very end. That's when you stop right in the middle. Good advice, honey. You going to tell that to Preston someday? Hey, whatever we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the entire town is pissed, rightfully so. And they start vandalizing their house, throwing tomatoes, throwing eggs. When they throw pumpkins at one point, well, yeah, they, they ran uh, out of <laughs> tomatoes. Said, yeah, Bart <laughs> points out, hey, they were out of tomatoes. Then Lisa's like, well, they, but they still got plenty of pumpkins. <laughs> and then the next scene, which is a continuous scene, uh, you can see them. Uh, you can see a pineapple fly through the window. Oh yeah, but it's tethered <laughs> to a rope, so it gets pulled back out and gets tossed again. You know Fishing what? for. Somebody, huh? Well, you know, that is a very, uh, it's a very nice way to save money and get your point across. Yeah. You know, winter, I'm not sure if you guys know, but uh, pineapples during the winter are pretty expensive. They are. Yeah. <laughs> and they're probably going to make a smoothie afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, then the next scene, uh, they go to Krusty Burger, remember? They go to Krusty oh, Burger yeah. and the entire town is in line. And, uh, and they they are all pissed and they leave and they, yeah they're all basically sickened by them so they all kind of let them go to the front yeah and, and then the the guy spitting their food well no they were already spitting oh yeah food. that's right that was the joke they were already, they were already spitting in people's food and they said hey isn't that the family that robbed everybody so yeah I mean it cuts to the scene where they're uh, behind the cooks they see them spitting and into the food and the drinks so you think oh hey they know that there's the Simpsons. Let's do that to them. But then they're like, no, it's not the family. It's like, oh, man. It makes you wonder what kind of shenanigans go behind uh, fast food. Oh, it's gross. Well, the entire town, including Lisa's teacher, is pissed. <laughs> Here's a clip. Um, Miss Hoover? Miss Hoover? Forget it, Lisa. I'm not teaching you anything until I get my money back. Now turn your desk around and stop learning. <laughs> All the way. Hi, liar! Oh, you gotta love Ralph. And this person sitting right next to me has a tattoo of Ralph, doesn't he? I do. Now explain your explain your Simpsons tattoos. Well, I uh, I can post a picture of them too. Um, I've seen an episode or two. Yeah. That time. Oh, you can also tell them about um when you went. <laughs> well, go ahead and tell him now, since um, I already brought it up. 
Well, when the 500th episode was going to come out, uh, The Simpsons did a special um, contest. They were trying to break the record for the most continuous TV, uh, TV watching. And uh, they sponsored it with, you know, Simpsons, Fox, and all that stuff like that. And I was lucky enough that it, this was in March. And the reason I was lucky enough is that on uh, that Christmas, the previous Christmas Eve, a couple months later, during a family football game during Christmas, my knee basically came <laughs> broke. No. So I was, uh, I was in working, and I just um, I was just surfing on the internet one day, and this ad came up for hey saying hey we're gonna have this contest, uh, we can only take one hundred people so sign in and you know, good luck to you and I'm like, this is never gonna happen, <laughs> you know you see this all the time it's never gonna happen filled uh, filled it out and sure enough about um, four hours later I get an email saying hey you've been selected, I was like. Really? <laughs> so I basically went down to Hollywood. Um, they had it was basically by the, is it the Asian Theater? What's that place called? Pantages. The no, room. not no. Um, That's where they have all the real uh, movie releases. Grumman's, Grumman's Theater. One of the theaters in LA. <laughs> <laughs> no, not in LA. In Hollywood. Okay, Hollywood. No, Pantages is in Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. But it's in a real nice place. And um, they basically had like a huge greenhouse. And uh, we, we signed in. They gave us a lanyard with our uh, number. And then we kind of walked around down. <laughs> walked around Hollywood like we were pretty pretty badasses. Yeah. It was pretty cool because people would stare at you like, are you, are you doing that? I was like, yeah. You kind of see somebody across the street kind of waving at each other. Uh -huh. So, you know, we got to walk around. We got to meet um, everyone who does the voices. We got all kinds of swag. It was freaking awesome. Then we came in there and we basically just had to sit there and watch uh, The Simpsons one after the other after the other, which was great because I'm not a fan of commercials. <laughs> so we didn't have commercials. Uh, food was catered, and after in every two hours we got a break, you know, to do as you need. But um, I lasted 28 hours. Damn. And um, that is a long time. Well. Uh, Rockstar was. <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry, no, not that Rockstar. That was before Bangs came out. Too. No, no, no. I'm sorry, not Rockstar. Red Bull. Red Bull. Oh, Red Bull was a huge sponsor, and uh, so they catered them. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, um, but I, yeah, my technique wasn't very good. My technique had me have need to go to the restroom every so often. And you couldn't fall asleep, right? Oh no, your eyes had to be glued to the screen. If they saw you looking down, and could be on your phone. Oh God, no. Yeah. No, you have to be watching TV. Right. And before we got started, um, some because uh, we had the Guinness Book of Record people there. That's so cool. They they said because imagine it's a huge greenhouse basically. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to hold a hundred people. There was you know you basically got to sit wherever you want you want to. They had leather couches, recliners, chairs, wow. basically whatever you wanted. I went to it for a classic uh, couch, you know, Homer <laughs> style. But they told us. You're gonna have a lot of people walking around at all time. You're in the glass building. People are gonna be waving, distracting you. If you turn and they catch you, you're out. Oh my gosh, that's really hard. Oh yeah, no, the hardest part of falling asleep. <laughs> I was able to, you know, I don't know how they didn't catch me, but I think I might have closed my eyes a couple of times. Well, again, I lasted about 28 hours, and then I realized that I was not gonna win. I mean, I was <laughs> too tired, and there's other people who, were, you know, they know what they were doing. 
So I just tapped out, got some more stuff. Um, yeah, on... you won like what seasons one through ten? No, um, I think that was in two thousand twelve. So I think we were up to season fifteen at that point. So you won seasons one through fifteen? Yes. Wow. That and again, you know, a bunch of shirts, a bunch of swag, um, a bunch of signed stuff. And... Yeah, you still have your land at all. I'll I'll post a picture of that oh, for you guys. Yeah, that I mean that is uh one of my. It was one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life, and it was great. That's cool. <laughs> it was fun. Tell them about your tattoos really quick. Uh, I'm just a big fan, and uh, what better way to uh, memorialize something that you like by than sticking it on your skin, basically. Mm -hmm. So I got a couple characters that I like, and uh, who's your favorite character? Oh, Krusty. Yeah. Oh, there's no, I mean, there's no doubt in that. It's always, it's crusty. <laughs> so I have uh, one of my favorites is Crusty uh, and Homer <laughs> riding the tiny little unicycle. Yep, from <laughs> uh, the mobster episode, God, uh, the is, mafia episode. That is one of the best. That's but, a uh, good one. Yeah, I had a, I had a buddy of mine who was an uh, artist. Oh, it's a clown college episode. Yes. It yeah, clown the clown college. college. <laughs> so we're working on my leg piece, but uh, we had we got six characters done. And unfortunately, he had a bike accident, and he is no longer with us. So, Rest in peace. Oh yeah, you know he's 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 a real good guy. So to this moment, I still haven't you know picked it up yet. But one day I might you know have someone finish it. Well, you have Sideshow Bob. Uh huh. And you have Ralph. Oh yeah. And the season where the scene where he says, "I dress myself," and he's oh, got yeah. his jammies on backwards. <laughs> oh yeah. Or upside, however you say it, upside down. And is that the only one you have? You have, oh yeah, Bart. Yes, and um, as everybody's seen, the cover of the uh, Nirvana. Uh, With the baby in the water? Yeah, chasing the dollar. Chasing the dollar, yeah. Well, basically, I have Bart Simpson, same way, chasing a crusty dollar. It was actually a Rolling Stone cover. Oh, was it? Yeah. So they stole it twice? Yeah, that was a, that was a real picture. Oh. It was a real Matt Groening picture. They actually drew that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, it was really, you know, it's just, again, it's something that I like, so... Hopefully one day I get to finish uh, my whole leg or even start on the other one, you know. And for the record, I don't have any tattoos. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, so whatever, whatever he says. Okay, let's get back to the show, honey. <laughs> okay, so Marge is reading all her hate, all their hate mail. <laughs> Homer says they have to give the town back their money. I mean, duh. Marge decides to go on Jeopardy. Oh, boy. And you see her in the next scene and she's down... <laughs> Negative $5,200 in Final Jeopardy. Now, honey, what's wrong with this scene? What's wrong with this? What is... It's it's fundamentally wrong. Why? Well, um, if you were negative, you wouldn't be in uh, Final, Jeopardy. Final Jeopardy. Yeah, okay. All right. I just wanted to clear that up there. <clears throat> so uh, that's what I have here. And then and then uh, we get a cameo from Alex Trebek. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah. Here he goes. Aren't we forgetting something, Marge? You were down $5,200. But Mr. Trebek... I asked you before the game if you knew the rules, and you said you did. Judges? Red Mom! She ain't getting the home version. Oh, rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Died just last month, November 8th. This year is a year that keeps on giving. It really is. Uh, Cisco and I are big Jeopardy fans. I don't know if we're going to be now. I don't know if I could watch it anymore. Well... That's to be determined, but you know what? He uh, he did such a great job. Those are gonna be, <clears throat> pardon me. Those are huge shoes to be uh, to fill in, really. Yeah, and this was a, I, I remember when Alex Trebek was on Simpsons. He was on a lot of stuff. He was on Nine Hundred Two One Zero. He was on Golden Girls. 
He was on The Nanny. He was on all kinds of shows. So he had he had a lot of cameos and a lot of different things. He had a good long life. He really did. Here's a little spoiler. Um, <laughs> we already know who's gonna be replacing him. Is it Ken Jennings? No. Who is it? It's the dad from Full House. Bob Saget. Bob Saget, the one and only. Stop. Did, did, he did such a great job with um, the America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. That is not. If, if that would happen, I, I would definitely stop watching that show. But wouldn't wouldn't it be terrible if it did? Well, Alex Trebek was never like a comedian. I mean, well, he had this, he has little qui- uh, quips. Yeah, mm-hmm. he definitely did. But there were sophisticated ones. I think it's going to be Ken Jennings, and I'm not very happy with that. But he's he's very familiar with the show, and should be the other the other gentleman, uh, the one who worked at the bar. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Austin. Austin. Austin was cool. Uh, yeah. Austin's my boy. As you can tell, we used to watch a lot of Jeopardy. <laughs> okay, um, so that was funny. I love that clip. He ain't, she ain't getting a home invasion. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, well, the Simpsons are coming back home, and everybody's outside on their lawn. And they look like they're happy. They're waving to each other. Hi. And they're like, oh, they're not mad at us anymore. Um, honey, <laughs> what well, happens? You, you know what? You figure that, uh, well, they thought, you know what? People let bygones be bygones be. It was an error, you know? We're human. Humans happen. <laughs> and then Marsh notices that uh, there's something odd. And it looks like their property is being walked, uh, being walked away by everybody. <laughs> okay. It's like, that's our stuff. <laughs> they find out they're taking all the belongings. Lenny, okay, here's what everybody takes. This is hilarious. Lenny takes a burning log and still on fire. It's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Comic book guy. He he um he puts the silverware down his pants, which is too funny. Why would he sell silverware? That cracks me up. I don't know. Maybe he wants to make a uh, cod piece. Uh, cod piece. <laughs> oh yeah. Chief Wickham takes Maggie's toys. All the stuffed animals. All the stuffed animals. Poor Maggie. Someone who steals uh the fish tank. I have that. Um, Alex Trebek is in the mix here, and oh, he, yeah. he's stealing their canned goods. He is going to steal canned goods, man. You know what? I thought that was hilarious. He has to get his. He doesn't have a word in this uh, in this scene, but he's you just see him, and he's got this like smirk on his face. Oh, hilarious! Krusty takes all their medicine because, of course, he does. Yeah, and he uh, and he has the opportunity to tell Otto if you're gonna rate the uh, medicine cabinet. <laughs> I'll beat you to it, and poor Otto, he's the face of uh, sadness. Krusty takes, oh wait, I already said that. Ned takes his barbecue back. That, it says Ned property of Ned Flanders, that, and he's taking his barbecue back. That is one of the funniest things right there. It's just so subtle, but Homer always takes his stuff, yeah. either bother, borrows it, or yeah. never gets it back, or he just takes it. There's one episode where everything says property of Ned Flanders. Is it the one where he... Uh, his garage, basically. The garage sale? Everything. When they have to sell everything and they're, yeah. It's like, Homer, um, <laughs> didn't I, isn't this my low, uh, snowblower? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, that's where Bart says, hey, get your hands off my china hutch. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Mo takes a tennis racket and a family picture. Why would Mo want a picture unless he has like a crush on Marge, which we well, know he well, does. Of course he does. But you know what he's going to do? He's going to, uh, in a very creepy manner, he's going to cut a picture of his face and <laughs> super glue it onto Homer. Oh boy, um, Apu takes the pets, Snowball One and or Snowball Two, <laughs> Snowball and, uh, two and Santa's little helper. 
His, oh goodness, that is just too funny. The look of the dogs. I mean, the look of the pets' faces. They're like, "What did we do? What did we do?" But you know what? Honestly, they're better off. Because yep. the Simpsons, though I love them, they are horrible, horrible people. I know. I know they are. But it's not their fault, though. Principal Skinner takes their fish tank. I don't know why that was funny. There you and go. Mrs. Krabappel takes uh, the antenna off the TV. Yes, and it's not the the funny thing about that is it's not that he, it's not that she takes the TV. She takes the antenna. Yeah, it's like whatever's left. It's just these took out. Uh, they took, took everything out of the house. At the end, of the, yeah, at the end of the sequence, everything is gone. Everything's gone. But it's just how odd the oddball stuff that they took. Except and, one, there's one thing that they that they left. Look, I know this has been a stressful holiday, but in a way. Having nothing reminds us how lucky we really are. What? We still have each other. And isn't that the best gift of all? But we would have had each other anyway. Yeah, plus lots of other stuff. Maybe so. But there's one thing they forgot to take away from us. This washcloth. Hey, that's my washcloth. The hell it is! This madness! It's just a washcloth! Besides, it's mine. Yoink! Okay, so that's the end scene, and basically they're fighting over a washcloth. That's all they have left to their name. The, the last worldly possession. Isn't that sad? And of course, in the next episode, everything's back to normal. You know, it's a cartoon. But you know what? Uh, that was a making up their own uh, design, really. Yeah, yeah, it was. But you know what? At the end of the day, they still had something. You know what that is? A family. Yeah, exactly. To fight over a washcloth. This was one. Of, so I picked this episode because this is one of my favorite Simpsons. There's a lot of good Simpsons Christmas episodes, but this is the one I like the most. And uh, I think it's. I just love the. I love the salesman who pokes Bart with the pen. It always cracks me up. And what is the other part that I always love? Jeopardy. Of course, we had to pick an episode with Alex. Um, what do you love about this episode? It was just a solid, solid episode all the way through. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just too funny. It's a good one. It's a good one. I there's, think... like I said, there's some other good episodes. We we could have picked. Um, there was one where Bart steals a video game. Oh yeah. But that's not really. A, I don't really consider that a Christmas episode. It's about Christmas. It is about Christmas, but I. It, this one's more about Christmas. Well, I mean, we're gonna talk about Christmas. Let's talk about the pilot. The pilot, yeah. Well, I mean, that one's been talked to death. It really has. Yeah. Simpsons roasting on an open fire. Their very first episode, pilot episode. All right, guys. Well, I think that's all for this episode. Um, honey, do you have any final thoughts? <laughs> Jerry Springer, final thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's just uh, Simpsons will always be classic. Mm-hmm. I mean, the great thing about it, everybody copies the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I mean... If you do an episode of any show, Simpsons did it. That's so true. Family Guy copied them. South Park. And South Park has a very special episode when... Called Simpsons the, Did It. Simpsons Did It when yep. everything, everybody goes into the Simpson mode. Yeah, Mr. Platt. Wait, uh, what was that episode? I don't remember exactly what the... That is when... Uh, not Mysterion. That is when... What's his name? Butters. Which yeah, is... Butters. Uh... Cap, oh, what the heck is his name? Oh, man, look at that. Right on. 
What would purchase this? Captain Chaos. Captain Chaos. Yeah. When Captain Chaos tries to bring destruction into the world and he's not getting any attention, mm-hmm. he kind of loses his mind. Because <laughs> his uh, sidekicks so like, oh yeah, no, the Simpsons did it. Simpsons did, did it. it. Every idea is a Simpsons idea. But so, Family Guy's really ripped, uh, really done the Simpsons. You know what? That's more, you know, you can see it two ways. Uh, either Family Guy has gone downhill mm-hmm. or just... Uh, you're saying, hey, the Simpsons are so great, we need to you know, try copying. Well, they were the first ones. They were the fir- It was the first cartoon that... And then still the start- longest... It's still going. 30-something oh. years now? 89. 89, so last year would have been 30 years. Well, wow. Well, you know what? Um, again, Simpsons are a classic. They will remain a classic. Mm-hmm. And... You know what? They're moving into a more progressive um, episodes, so yeah. some of the fan base has fallen off. But you know what? You can't be the same stale potato chip. That's you true. You gotta you gotta move with the with the times. Thirty years, uh, say, I mean. But I mean, in thirty years, I mean, you basically covered everything. Yeah, <laughs> and they're still going. Yeah. They're still going. So the, as long as I keep making them, I will continue to be a fan, and hopefully one day I will have all my Simpsons uh, tattoos done. Yeah, and we'll probably do more Simpsons episodes through the months, you know. I mean, it's one of my favorite shows as well. Yeah, I mean, the Simpsons... We'll definitely have to do the Camp Krusty episode. Oh, God. That's, that's Cisco's favorite episode. Oh, man. My favorite best. episode is uh, the Sherry Bobbins episode. <laughs> but they make fun of Mary Poppins. Oh, goodness. That but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. This is just Christmas for now. Yeah. Okay, so I just... Go ahead, Danny. Anything oh, else? We'll see. You know what? We got plenty of Simpsons that we can use to cover because they, again, they have done it all. They have... Yeah. They visit every holiday, you know the most. Yeah, we can do Treehouse of Horror for Halloween. We, we're getting a lot of ideas here. <laughs> Treehouse of Horror. All right. Well, um, I want to thank my husband for joining me on the podcast. Let's hope he comes back. I'm sure he will. Convince him to come back for others. Thank you, honey. Well, thanks for having me. Um, and yeah, it was it was fun. I've yeah. never done this before. Yeah, it you were good. Pleasure. You were really good. You know, it's a lot funner than I thought it would it's be. It's a lot fun. <laughs> Let's hope that everybody does, you know, we didn't Don't take that. my podcast, babe. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to be switching it up to something else. <laughs> All right, guys. I just want to remind you that I am on iTunes now. And please go there and leave me a five-star review. And I'm also on Facebook. If you go to, if you search for When TV Was Great, you can join my podcast group. Um, next week, I'll be doing the Millennium with uh, from Seinfeld with my brother as a co-host. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Gosh, uh, Merry Christmas. If I don't talk to you guys, Merry Christmas. Um, hope you get to, you know, have a nice time with your family. And uh, what, what, anything else about? Yeah, <laughs> you know what? It's a, it's a, it's a, it has been a real difficult year. Yeah. But just staying together and just looking at the positive things that we have. Yep. Which sometimes, you know, get overshadowed by all the chaos in the world or around us. But at the end of the day, if you have your health, hopefully. Yeah. You have a family. Family. And just, you know what, just surround yourself with people you love or love you. Uh, obviously not surround physically, but. <laughs> yeah. You know what to say, you know, stay together yeah. or be together yeah. by not being together. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. It You're was welcome, been a pleasure. Honey. And um, hopefully I get to talk to everybody again. Yeah. All right. I think that's all. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks, guys. And hooray.